Hey, top of the morning to you. TGIF, Friday, August 26th. My name is Mike. This is the FBTV Podcast. FBTV Podcast, currently we are getting together every Monday and Friday. I know that's changed from how we were doing it. And the schedule is going to kind of stay this way, TFN, till further notice. We're trying to get everything to work on our schedules correctly. And, uh, well... It's just the way it is right now. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you can find our videos posted on YouTube. We'll do a post on YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday is going to be topics and Q&As. Wednesday videos, something new we've added, a new feature, is going to be the FBTV update. Uh, the FBTV update is going to be focused on that week's fuel prices, spot rates, fuel surcharges, things of that nature. So, going to be pretty interesting. You know, we had our first one uh, we did here just a couple of days ago, so you can check that out if you wish. Today's topic, building a relationship with a shipper and a carrier. If you're a freight broker, relationships are number one in your priority to-do list. Got to build those relationships. Relationships... With a uh, shipper and a carrier, that's going to make or break you. We're going to be talking about that today. All right, what is going on? Uh, fuel prices. Like I was just talking about the uh, FPTV update. Uh, the EIA, they update gas and fuel prices, Energy Information Administration. They update every Monday afternoon. But uh, AAA, when the diesel prices on the EIA went down for a month, if not longer. We had to find another way to kind of keep up to date with what the diesel prices were doing nationwide, and we came across the AAA website. So we've been checking that every day as well, because they update daily, whereas the EIA updates weekly. But uh, AAA has diesel at four ninety nine per gallon right now, gasoline at three eighty nine per gallon, still too high way too high matter of fact on the uh fbtv updates we we talk about what the prices were a year ago and two years ago wednesday when we were talking about that uh over the last two years diesel prices have doubled gasoline almost so it's pretty wild having a birthday today you're in pretty good company happy birthday to you Jim Davis, name may not sound familiar to you, but if you remember the TV show Dallas, the original back in the 80s, who shot JR, that kind of thing. He was Papa Jock, Jock Ewing in Dallas. He uh, passed away in 81 while they were uh, still producing that show. Melissa McCarthy, Mike and Molly, Tammy. She is having a birthday today. She's uh, 52. Macaulay Culkin, man, that just blows me away. You know, part 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 of our holiday ritual is watching the Home Alone movies with Macaulay. He's 42 now. <laughs> it's been that long since uh, Home Alone's came out. Chris Pine of Star Trek, he's 42 today as well. So if you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you too. I want to remind you too that uh, if you're having a birthday or someone you love or someone special to you and you want us to talk about it on the podcast... Yep, let us know. You can uh, and and if you, if you have any questions you'd like us to answer during the uh, Q and A's on our podcast, feel free to send them in to the uh, same place. Our email address is fbtv 
at FreightBrokerTV.com. Plenty of contact forms on our website. Also, uh, you can Skype. If you have a Skype app, just do a search for FBTV. You'll find us. And you can IM your uh, question or your birthday information or whatever. Or you can even leave a message, a voicemail, if you'd like, by uh, contacting us direct via your Skype app. And if you do leave a voicemail, keep in mind that you will probably hear yourself on a future podcast, <laughs> you know, from that voicemail. Today, today is a special day. It's uh, National Dog Day. And due to that, Krispy Kreme is introducing their new dog-friendly donuts. This is dog doggy donuts, <laughs> not for human consumption. Huds and Token, Australian uh, pet treat company, are making the doggy donuts for Krispy Kreme. I don't know where you're going to be able to buy them, but anyway, something you might want to know. It's National Dog Day. All right, what else is going on? Trucking news. Let's look at this for a moment. Covenant officials say range is biggest factor in the adoption of EV trucks. If you've been listening to any of my podcasts, you know I'm not a big fan of EV. EV has a place. I think EV has a place, uh, and I'm talking about trucking here, for yard dogs, maybe local deliveries. Things like that. But OTR, come on. And Covenant pretty much saying the same thing. Distance, the distance that a uh, tractor trailer can travel before recharging is, quote, the big holdup for the adoption of electric trucks. That's according to Covenant. That's what they said here uh, three days ago. Matt McClellan, vice president of sustainability and innovation for Covenant says their biggest challenge is range. In remarks uh, made at the Forum on Electric Vehicles and Freight sponsored by Thrive Regional Partnership, he says that 350, 350-mile range ain't going to do it. says they need twice that number. And if I'm a driver, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> need a lot more than that, but it is what it is. 350 puts you at 700 miles, but you've got to take into consideration the downtime because if you're a driver, you understand, you know, yeah, 750 miles, 350 miles, how much of that is actually moving? Does that take into consideration the stop time, traffic, Things of that nature. You see what I'm talking about? So anyway, uh, he's, he also added that a, a vehicle, a, a EV truck, the cost, 350 grand to purchase. A diesel truck, I'd run in 30 to 140. He said the investment for an EV is not insignificant. The price is going to have to come down a bit. Mileage is going to have to go up, and I suspect that as mileage goes up, so will the cost. Know what I mean? Anyway, you have to be seen. See, this is my problem, too, with the autonomous vehicles. Okay, you got an EV autonomous vehicle. You start putting that together, you're, you're pushing a million bucks, I guarantee it. How many trucking companies can afford to buy 
or pay a million bucks for a big truck. I just don't see it happening. Now, I could be wrong. I have been before, but anyway. Heartland Express to acquire a CFI truckload business for $525 million. That's expected to close uh, later in the third quarter. And if you weren't aware of it, National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is coming up September 11th through 17th. And the California Highway Patrol plan to host truck driver appreciation lunch at a way station, the Gilroy, Gilroy Enforcement Facility, if you don't know where that is. It's in San Martin, California. 12,000 South Valley Freeway, if you wanted the address. It's a way of showing their appreciation during National Truck Driver Appreciation Week, the CHP. <laughs> I would say you better have your logbooks up to date. You better make sure everything on that truck is right. Sounds like a tricky way to get you into the enforcement facility for inspections. Now, you may be wondering, well, hey, it's a free lunch. What is it? It's a catered hot dog lunch. <laughs> Thanks, CHP. Thank you for the hot dogs. We appreciate it. It means a lot. Anyway, it is what it is, right? All right, let's uh, <clears throat> let's talk about building a relationship with shippers and carriers. You know, I talk about this all the time with our clients. If you're new to the podcast, I'm the lead consultant for Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A. You find our website at taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. We've been around for over two decades. We've been... Uh, training, consulting, transportation, logistics professionals for a very long time. Our main focus is freight brokering for freight brokers, freight broker agents, trucking companies trying to figure out how to get their own customers, things of that nature. And one of the things we will we really focus on during the training is how well the importance of building a relationship building a relationship with not only your customer but the carrier as well now if you're a new broker broker agent just starting out now especially a new broker carrier relationships and now I'm talking about a new freight brokerage with your own authority carrier relationships you you've got to uh, cherish those you've got to build them and you got to keep them strong because that's what's going to move the freight for you as you get customers. Getting customers is not the hard part about brokering. A lot of people think it is, but no. Getting the customer is pretty simple, actually. It's building the relationship, getting, you know, getting trucks to move the loads, and it takes relationships. Now, one of the first things we tell our clients is that uh, when you have made contact with the customer, they said, yeah, we'll work with you. You need to start calling that customer twice a day. Because now that uh, they've chosen to work with you as one of their brokers, you are no longer a salesperson to that customer. You're in the door now. You're part of their transportation team. See what I mean? 
So you want to start calling them, and we tell our clients a couple of times a day. You, you may be thinking, what? Twice a day? What What for? Why? What is the per the, the official reason is to call your client, have contact with them a couple of times a day. The official reason for the call, checking on their loads. You know, hey, this is Mike with Tautoa. Anything new coming up I can help you with? You know, you're, you've got that one-on-one -on -one personal contact. That personal contact is going to allow you to get in the door and start building that relationship. There's going to be things to talk about. You may notice something going on in that uh, shipper or customer's area you can bring up. Maybe you got a shipper, I don't know, in uh, Atlanta. Hey, I see the Braves went over the weekend. Or you, know, you see what I'm getting at? You know, throw something something from that area that you, you can uh, relate to. You know, something to increase that conversation. Now... The personal relationship, yeah, that's going to be easy to build. But at the same time, you've also got to be building the business relationship. How do you do that? Letting them know your head is in the game. You've got their back. You've got to remember, these people in shipping that are working with you, your mistakes can get them fired or in trouble at the least. So you got to communicate well. They've got to know that you've got their back. If something's going wrong, they have to know that you're going to going to be there to, you know, let them know immediately. Maybe you catch something that isn't normal for one of their loads. You've got to be able to show them that hey, you're you're seeing this. It's you know, maybe maybe it's a flatbed uh load and maybe that uh customer uh, for the most part, requires that their loads be tarped. But you see a load come in, and there's nothing on that load confirmation talking about tarps. This is when you need to pick up the phone, call that customer and say, you know, hey, man, uh, this load doesn't say anything about needing to be tarped. Does it need to be tarped? See what I mean? Dates, times, things of that nature. You're always following up, checking, checking and double-checking. Because those mistakes, they're, they're, they're not only going to give you a headache. It, it could really affect your relationship with that uh, shipper. When that shipper, when you start building that relationship with the shipper, all right, when you start building that relationship and you've got it built on a personal level and now you've got it built or building it constantly on that professional level, and now they know that, hey, you've got their back. Who do you think they're going to want to work with? They're going to want to work with you a lot because they feel safe with you. And as that starts happening, you're going to see that uh, potential customer, or that customer, I should say, they're going to be calling you more and more, offering you more opportunities, more loads. And, and another thing, too, keep this in mind. Whenever it comes time to negotiate a rate, it's always easier to negotiate a rate with somebody that knows you and likes you <laughs> rather than somebody that uh, has no clue. Now, what about carriers? A carrier is an important part of the equation for a successful brokerage, too. You've got to have a good relationship with your carriers. 
Now, what does that mean? It, it means paying them on time, being upfront about everything, telling them the bad as well as the good. You, you see what I mean? Uh, th this is one thing that drivers and trucking companies hate about brokers is that well, uh, surprises. Nobody likes to be surprised. For instance, uh, the broker lied about the load somewhat. Maybe they said, you, yeah, you can unload tomorrow, but in reality, it's going to be a day and a half before you can unload. You, you see what I'm getting at? You know, be honest. Be honest about everything. And, and, and communicate. Communicate with the carrier as well. Once the carrier knows that, hey, your word is your word, and they, you know, if you say it's this way, they they know it's going to be that way. Now, trucking's trucking. Occasionally, things are going to happen that are out of everybody's control. Okay, everybody everybody gets that. Trucking's trucking, you know. But you build that relationship with the carrier. That carrier will want to work with you again and again and again, especially as you start building lanes. You know, if a carrier knows you have a lane that they, they, they want to run, they're going to be calling you. Hey, you don't have one of those loads, you know, going from point A to point B today. Do you? you know, that's going to be, create that relationship, repeat business and such. Now, if you're a freight broker, yeah, that first year of operation is going to be tough. And it's really important to you to solidify your relationship with that carrier. How do you do that? Because a lot of trucking companies don't want to work with the first year broker. You have no credit. You haven't been in business very long. They are somewhat skeptical. They want to make sure they get paid. Bottom line, yeah. A broker wants to be sure they're going to get paid. Yeah, just, uh, you know, everybody's on the same page there. So how do you get a trucking company to work with you? How do you start building that relationship if from the very start they really don't want to work with you? Well, you've got to be in a position to maybe you can offer a no-fee quick pay or no-fee advance until you start getting established. You know, maybe for the first three loads, no fee advance. That's where you're generally providing the trucking company 40% of the agreed rate, what you've agreed to pay the truck after they've picked up the load. Pay the balance when they deliver and you're invoiced. See what I mean? A lot of times these uh, quick pays or uh, load advances are going to be a fee. But if you're new, you can start out with the no fee advance or no fee quick pay and go from there. What you're doing in a situation like that, you're actually helping the trucking company have reason to not attempt to factor your invoice. Factoring company, if you're a new broker, it's going to be tough. If you're new, it's going to be tough because you have you have no credit rating. No, you haven't been in the business very long. So keep that in mind. Now, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Yes, I'm the lead consultant, and we assist trucking companies. We assist freight brokers. We assist people wanting to enter the uh, industry as a freight broker agent or, you know, with the uh, hopes of maybe starting their own freight brokerage down the road. But uh, we always recommend start out as an agent. As a freight broker agent, you're able to start obtaining the experience. You're able to focus on building your customer base, building a carrier uh, following. You're focused on making money. After you've got 
through that, we call it startup period, and you're able to, uh, you, you know, you're making money as an agent and you want to start your own brokerage, that's the time to do it because now you've got your business pretty much in place. You've got a customer base. You've got a carrier base. Now all you got to do is get your own authority and pretty much trucking companies and your customers are gonna, will continue to work with you because it's a personal relationship. They know you. Uh, very, very rare does a, a shipper choose a brokerage because it's a big name. They're not necessarily, the shippers aren't necessarily buying the brokerage. They're buying you, the individual broker. You're the one that takes care of them. You're the one they know. You're the one they can trust. If you're not with that company anymore, they're going to be skeptical if somebody else tries to step in your place from that brokerage. The reason that is, they don't know if you're, they're going to be as good as you were. See what I mean? Anyway, at Tautoa, we provide training and consulting for those wishing to start a freight brokerage, maybe start as a freight broker agent, even trucking companies. Uh, wanting to start a brokerage to have a, an additional stream of revenue or even to learn how to get their own customers. We can make that a reality. We have packages starting around $700 and, well, actually starting around 300 That's self-study. But the, uh, the training itself, one-on-one training or on-demand training that we offer with uh, placement and consulting, they start around 700 a month and go up. Now, the Freight Broker Basic and the Freight Broker Standard, those are really designed for people that are wanting to start out as a freight broker agent. We have two packages for freight brokers, and I believe we're, we're working on a third one for those that want to start their own freight brokerage company. Uh, those run, those start around uh, $1,300 and go up. Okay. The freight broker packages include our standard 12-month consulting period. During that 12 months, you have access to all the uh, on-demand material. You have access to the insider. You have uh, access to all the manuals and downloads and such. You have unlimited conference calls, consult calls. You have a problem situation come up. Maybe you just need to uh, get some recommendations, bounce ideas off of us. We're here to help you with that. That's all included in that consulting but it also includes training. Now, all of our packages, it doesn't matter if you start with the basic or the Freight Broker Plus. Any, any of the packages uh, throughout our entire gambit of training and consulting packages, they all include placement. Now, the way placement works is simply once you have completed your essential training for working as a freight broker or freight broker agent, you are eligible to enter our mentorship program. It's, it's all included with your package. The difference is simply the amount of time you can be in the mentorship program. The mentorship program allows you to begin your broker operation as a paid freight broker agent. Now, when I say paid, you're on a commission basis. As a freight broker agent, you are an independent contractor. Okay, You are your own business. But what the mentorship program allows you to do, uh, once you finish training, you don't have to go out here and find a company to beg you to take you on as an agent. Because if, if you've done any looking around, you're going to find that most freight brokers want you to have a book of business and 
experience. So how do you get that book of business and experience if nobody will give you a chance? That's what the mentorship program's for. Mentorship program, you'll be working through us under our licensed brokerage. That's going to allow you to begin your broker operation as a freight broker agent. And when I say page on a commission basis, you'll be paid just like any other freight broker agent, pretty much with any company, the standard commission, 60% of the load profit. We call it load net. The load net is the difference between what the customer paid you to move a load and what you paid the truck. So, for instance, if you had a load and the customer was paying you $2,000 to move that load from point A to point B, and you found a truck to move that load for, say, what, 1500 there's a $500 net. If that was your load and you are on a 60% uh, commission, like you would be in the mentorship program, your commission on that load would be $300, 60% of 500 Makes sense? So, now, you can be in the mentorship program for anywhere from 3 to 12 months, depending on the package you choose. Once you have... Uh, completed the mentorship and you moved on and just because uh, your, your package calls for you or allows you to be in the mentorship program for three months, six months, 12 months, whatever it may be, you can exit the mentorship program at any time whenever you're ready. You don't have to stay in it for the full period. The mentorship program allows you to begin your broker operation as an agent, freight broker agent, allows you to get out there, start getting the real life experience and building a customer base. That's the point of the mentorship program. Okay. But when you exit the mentorship program to move out on your own, be it to start your own freight brokerage company, uh, maybe to contract to a freight brokerage direct as an agent, that is when your consulting period will start. All right. So you made it through the mentorship program. A mentorship program, you get full benefits of consulting plus the added benefit of uh, being placed as a freight broker agent through us under our licensed brokerage. After the mentorship program, you're no longer working through us. Now you're out on your own, but the consulting continues for X amount of time. That X amount of time is going to be the same amount of time that you had in the mentorship program or what was called for in the mentorship program. If you had a, uh, the basic three-month mentorship, that's going to be followed by three-month consulting. The standard six-month mentorship is going to be followed by six-month consulting. See what I mean? And during that consulting period, you have access to all the review material, all the on-demand material, all the downloads and things of that nature, too. So check it out. If, if you're interested in that, uh, check it out, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Or you can call me or look, look over the packages. That's usually the best way to do it. Look over the packages. Find the package that best fits your needs, your budget, whatever it might be. And if you have questions, call me. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. 479-668-0838 is my direct line. And my name is Mike. Okay. Keep in, uh, keep in mind, too, that with the, uh, the basic and the standard for freight broker agents, there is a pay-as-you-go option. That's where you make a small down payment and you pay as you go. Okay. The way that works is uh, after your down payment, the, the down payment you make for that package includes the material, the shipping, uh, that we, we're going to send you over a manual and a workbook that will also pay for part one of your training. When you're ready to move to part two, you'll be required to make a minimum of $100 payment to continue to the next session. Obviously, the balance would have to be paid before you complete. We, we try to make it easy on you. 
Again, if you'd like to talk about it, give me a call. 479-668-0838-TALTOA.com. Tatoa.com is our website. All right, we were talking about today being National Dog Day. Well, we're on the subject of food, human food now. <laughs> Hidden Valley is coming out with a spicy truffle ranch dressing. Now, I'm intrigued because, to be honest with you, I've never had a truffle. I've never had caviar either, but, you know, they say it's good. They say it's just a delicacy. I don't know. You know, they say, you know, I, I, when I used to watch the cooking shows, you see I'm talking about truffle oil. And uh, I know the chefs did not like people using truffle oil because it didn't taste right. It wasn't like a true truffle. But it is what it is. And I know truffles can be pretty expensive, at least from what I've seen on TV. TV, go figure. All right, some news headlines around the country. Okay, this has struck my intrigue. Some University of Texas Austin students <laughs> get a class credit for dissecting Taylor Swift lyrics. Okay, if that didn't back you up a little bit. University of Texas at Austin students know all too well how fast certain classes can fill up. Starting this month, a UT Austin English professor, of course, will teach a class on Taylor Swift's songbook to first-year undergrads in the Liberal Arts Honors Program. The new course is called Literary Contest and Context, hyphen the Taylor Swift songbook. <laughs> it will provide students with introduction to literary studies and research methods using Swift's songwriting as the basis for teaching a wide range of skills. In a Facebook post, the English department said, let's turn that Easter egg hunting and reading in detail to academic purposes, which makes no sense to me. But anyway, that's referring to Swift's practice of hiding clues in her lyrics and music videos for fans to decode. And a couple of days ago, Biden chose to start giving money or, or forgiving student loans. Uh, you know, if I'm a parent, okay, this is going to get all, if, if I'm a parent and I'm paying umpteen thousand dollars a year for my child to go to college to get a degree, I do not want to pay for them to decipher Tyler Swift lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, upside down. Other headlines. Houston woman poisoned on her birthday after touching napkin found on car. These are real headlines. Another headline. Man who needed change for laundry machines wins $250,000 lottery prize. And last but not least, she, uh, these are real headlines. Matter of fact, I saw the video on this one. This next one. Yes, that man is using a hot dog as a straw to drink his beer at a ball game. I saw that video. Jeez. All right. What else? Anything new? Anything other? Oh, here's something. If you're a parent, this well, not no, not well. Yeah, if you're a parent, uh, we're we're starting to move into the seasonal change from summer to fall, and then winter's right after that. But uh, if this is an average year, 
Over 20,000 kids under 18 will be injured using a sled during the winter months. That's something to make you feel good going into the winter months if you've got kids. Here's another did you know. 41,000 people go to the emergency room in the U.S. each year after being bitten by another human. Uh, it is what it is. All right, what else? Well, today in history, we did the birthdays, what's happened in history. On this date, back in the year 55, 55 B.C., Roman forces under Julius Caesar invade Britain. In 1907, magician Harry Houdini escaped from a 75-pound ball and chain while underwater at San Francisco's Aquatic Park. He did that in 57 seconds. This date back in 1946, Norma Jean Baker signs a contract with 20th Century Fox. Her name was changed to Maryland after Marilyn Miller. She was a dancer at the time, and her mother's maiden name, Monroe. And on this date back in 1961, for our Canadian friends, the official International Hockey Hall of Fame opens in Toronto. All right, so now you know. All right, don't forget, Monday we'll have another podcast. It is Monday, right? Maybe Tuesday. Tuesday. Tu- yeah, it's Tuesday and Friday we do the... Uh, I'm so lost. We'll get it figured out. You'll be notified. If you haven't, subscribed to our podcast. That way you'll know immediately when we uh, drop a podcast. And we're getting the schedule figured out. But for now, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday videos. And uh, we're doing podcast on Fridays for sure. Anyway, we'll get it figured out. Go have a good weekend. Go have a good weekend unless you've made other plans. We will talk to you soon.